You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is the Code of Conduct with the King podcast. I am your host, Jay Smith, the King. And I am back for the second time in the playoffs. Let's get it. Shout out to my man, Brian. You know the beat is knocking, man. Listen, y'all. I am tired. I am super tired. But I'm going to knock this out. I just got back from Buffalo. I was traveling all day. The, the flight out of Buffalo went into Philly, then from Philly to Boston, then from Boston to home. And I'm going to just tell you, long distance travel all day in the airport is not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. But listen, what's up, y'all? How the heck is it going on? Everybody listening to this show, whether you're a Buffalo Bills fan or whether you're a Baltimore Ravens fan at this point, because I'm sure there are some people who are going to be tuning in to hear certain conversations and certain takes based on the, the actual matchup that we have this weekend. So, but regardless, it is a good, good game that we're about to experience this weekend. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit, but first I do want to talk about my experience in Buffalo. So Saturday, the game was actually closer than a lot of us, not just in Buffalo, but a lot of us thought, period. Um, the Colts offense actually dominated the early parts of the game as far as the time of possession. They dominated the field position battle. There were, I think, our first three drives started within the 10, you know, whereas they were starting at, you know, the 40-yard line, 35-yard line. They made some good defensive plays. Um, throughout the season, their defensive play, their cornerback play and secondary just wasn't, it wasn't as good as it looked last Saturday against the Buffalo Bills in the, in the wild card game. So look, hats off to, to Indianapolis, hats off to the Colts. hats off to Frank Reich. He is a very good coach. And listen, there's a great foundation in Indiana right now for a team. They just need a quarterback and Phillip Rivers is going to be in the hall of fame. Phillip Rivers has been a good quarterback for a long time in this league. Saturday, he showed us why he has been such a good quarterback. I know they lost, but just think about it. He was spot on. He wasn't making the dumb decisions a lot of times that we're used to, to you know, kind of thinking that he's going to make. He didn't, he didn't throw the, the heartbreaking interception that, you know, he normally would or, you know, he just he didn't force the ball downfield. He was taking what the defense gave him. Um, his his skill position players, the wide receivers and running backs, they were able to take advantage of, of certain holes in the Buffalo Bills defense and they broke big gains and they controlled the clock. 
And even when being at the stadium, there was a point of the game where we felt Joe and I were sitting there and I'm like, oh, this is it. I'm like, this is it. The game is over. <laughs> but then they made a comeback. And listen, hats off to those guys out there. Hats off to them. Uh, Darius Leonard is a beast and he is a monster. And unfortunately, he just, you know, unfortunately, this year just isn't the year for the Colts. It's OK. Last year. They, that was the position that the Buffalo Bills were in when we went down to Houston and lost to Deshaun Watson and the Texans. So, you know, there's nothing to be, there's nothing to be embarrassed about if you are an Indianapolis Colt or if you are an Indianapolis Colt fan. Absolutely nothing to be embarrassed about. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal performance for the year. Hats off to Frank Wright. Absolutely. Moving on. About the experience at the game. You all know I have been along like since COVID started, since this whole thing started. I've been one of those guys that's like, you know, there shouldn't be fans in the stadium. And that's a personal thing. The reason why I came to that conclusion, my brother-in-law um, early on contracted COVID and he wasn't doing well. Um, my sister tested positive for the antibodies, but she didn't have any um, she didn't have any actual complications or, you know, she, you didn't see any of the symptoms. Um, but my brother-in-law had it, his father had it, and his sister had it. His sister was actually on a ventilator at one point. And then I have friends who had it, and I, had, I know a couple of the people who have passed away from it. So for me, I just took the virus, and you know, it kind of it freaked me out. Now, I understand there's different reasonings for different things. Some people have pre-existing conditions, and I also know that it, it does affect different communities differently. I'm not sure why, not sure, but it does. So for me, that was my fear. But going to the game, I have to be honest, the Buffalo Bills and whoever they worked with to kind of make sure all the testing, all of the, you know, the routing for the season, the way, or not the season, but the stadium, the way that, you know, you got in and out, the access to the bathrooms, the access to, um, you know, if you wanted to go and get a beer or a coffee or whatever, just the way they did it. They did a very, very good job, and I do think that fans should have been allowed in the upper deck. So we had 6,700 fans there. I'll tell you what, Bills Mafia, you guys are crazy, and you guys are loud. I'm so proud to be a part of Bills Mafia, and it's been a long time coming. It's been 25 years since our first playoff win, which everybody knows at this point. It, it, felt, it felt so good. And not just not for the victory. I saw some people, you know, very emotional. I saw some people crying. I saw some. But for me, it felt good because I, I just feel for Josh. I feel for Josh that regardless of what he does and how well he plays, there's going to be a narrative about him until he just un, until he completely destroys anything that you can say. And this season, he's almost done that. He's, he's played very well this season. He's, he's exceeded every expectation. After uh, Aaron Rodgers, he would be the pick for MVP. You know, and I know a lot of Bills fans think he's – and I, I've said it on this show multiple times, Josh Allen for MVP. If I, was, if I had a vote, I would vote for him because I'm a Bills fan. But if we're, if we're being honest, Aaron Rodgers has, has completely dominated the league this year, and it hasn't even been close, and it hasn't been – it's been very fun to watch, but it hasn't been fun for, for opposing teams. So I don't know how Aaron is going to look now um, with his starting left tackle out. Uh, a couple weeks ago, or about a week and a half ago, his starting left tackle tore his ACL in practice. So Green Bay might have a, you know, a little tough time or a little bit of a tough time protecting Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. You know, they're going up against the, 
the Rams this weekend, and Aaron Donald is is a monster. Now, I don't know how they're going to line him up. I don't know. But what I'm saying is you need protection. Bills fans know all too well about the lack of protection or, you know, the lack of, you know, Brian Winters, when, when he was in there, every Bills fan understood how important it was to have a good offensive line. The Packers had that this year. We'll see if they can maintain it losing their left tackle. We will see. Um, but this weekend, let's get to the game this weekend. I am excited about this game. I've been wanting a game like this to happen for some time. The reason why I've been wanting this game to happen, not just because, you know, Baltimore seems to be like one of the hottest teams in the league to end the season out, not because of anything other than the fact that I feel that out of the 2018 draft class, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson both have been disrespected far too much with no real reason for doing it. So the title for this show, this week's show, is actually it's not too shabby for a running back and a tight end. Bill Polian, again, Buffalo fans know him all too well. He was our GM through the the four Super Bowl run, you know, and then in Indiana, he was the GM there for quite some time, and he he won the Super Bowl with Peyton there. He was outspoken, and he said that Lamar Jackson should seriously consider the switch to a running back. There were other analysts that seriously considered having Lamar Jackson switch to a wide receiver. And if you all remember correctly, that's the reason why Lamar Jackson didn't even do the 40 at the combine. He refused to run the 40 because he didn't even want to be considered as a wide receiver, as a running back or anything like that. He's a quarterback. Now, do I think Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback? You know, do I think he has the, the greatest arm or or the, the most accuracy? No, I'm not. I'm not at all proclaiming that um, he's top three, top five quarterback in the league as far as arm talent. I think the kid is special. He won the MVP last season. and You still have people who do not want to give him credit for everything that he's done. Lamar Jackson has won games with his arm. He's won games with his leg. It might not be. You know, I get it. Everybody who thinks of the quarterback position, they think that you have to stand back there in the pocket and throw it 35 to 40 times a game, throw for 350 yards and three touchdowns and be over 75 percent completion percentage. You know, that's rare. <laughs> like, yeah, we see it. Josh is doing it this season, but he didn't do it the last two seasons. Prior to that, Tyrod Taylor was probably one of the most accurate quarterbacks that we've had as far as completion percentage and, and all that. Cause he was so safe. I don't, I don't care if our quarterback is, is 19 for 22. <laughs> I want to win. And Lamar Jackson has proven that he's a winner. His rookie year, he took that team to the playoffs. Lamar Jackson did that. So the disrespect for Lamar Jackson to me is, is unwarranted. It's unfair. Then let's let's flip let's flip to the other side. You have people who seriously wanted to say Josh Allen should have been a tight end because of his build. He's so big, he's fast, he can run fast, he should be a tight end. He's not a quarterback. He couldn't hit the side of a barn from the inside. These are the things that they said about Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. And now you have Josh Allen this year runner up to the MVP award. This year, Josh Allen is doing things that has never been done in Buffalo Bills history, including the special dynamic K-Gun offense that Jim Kelly and those guys in the 90s ran. 
that broke so many records. It was a prolific offense, but this offense is doing even more. And we can attribute some of that success that Josh Allen is having, obviously, to the Stefan Diggs trade. Absolutely. You get better talent around you, you're going to perform better. It just is what it is. But there are also other things that he's done that leads me to believe that Josh has developed. If you look at his rookie year, he was thrown to the likes of Andre Holmes. He was thrown to Zay Jones, Kelvin Benjamin, Charles Clay. I wasn't too upset with Charles Clay. I like Charles. He started to fade towards the end of his time with us, but Charles Clay was serviceable. But that's who Josh was throwing to. And he had he had a LaShawn McCoy that was at the, the end of his elusiveness. Since, Sean, since LaShawn McCoy has left Buffalo, he went to Kansas City, was a healthy scratch multiple times. I think he was a healthy scratch in the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl, but he was a healthy scratch. Then he's in Tampa Bay now with Tom Brady. He's, I know he's injured right now, but he's been a healthy scratch multiple times this season. So Josh Allen came into the league with a serious lack of weapons. Serious lack of weapons. And you can kind of say the same thing for Lamar Jackson. The team that they had, actually, they had John Brown for a year with them. And John Brown ended up leaving because at the time, Lamar wasn't developing to be a passing quarterback. He thought that the opportunity in Buffalo might be a little bit better just because of that. But Lamar Jackson won games. We can have the debates and we can talk statistics and we can do all that stuff if we really want to break down. Like, well, no, Lamar Jackson isn't a good quarterback. Okay, if you want to have those type of conversations and you just want to nitpick actual whatever, fine. I grew up liking guys who had a winning mentality and a winning culture. I remember how Doug Flutie just had like the it factor. There was so much about him that you just couldn't quite understand. He was small. He wasn't like the most dynamic guy. He didn't have like the greatest arm, but Doug Flutie just had the it thing and and he had that energy to win. He did the same thing in L.A. or not L.A. It was San Diego back then. Uh, where the Chargers were. He did the same thing in the CFL. He did the same thing at Boston College. I grew up liking guys who just have the winning factor. Brett Favre was a winner. He threw the ball and turned it over just as much as he threw touchdowns. But he was a winner, and I like winners. Lamar Jackson is just that. Josh Allen is just that. Josh Allen has been in the league for three years. And has gone to the playoffs two out of three of those years. People need to start respecting instead of hating. I understand, like, especially the, the media, the, the content creators, this is what we do. It's our, it, it's our job to talk about stuff and, and to nitpick and break things down and, and do all of that. And that's so that's fine. Like I said, I understand it. But this episode, I wanted to do something different and I wanted to take the time to actually, even though it's our competition, he's coming in here this week. I want to celebrate him for the fact that he's been able to do something that nobody outside of Baltimore thought he would be able to do. And then for us, Josh is doing stuff that nobody outside of Western New York thought Josh would be able to do. No one thought Josh would be able to fix accuracy issues. No one thought Lamar could come into the NFL and actually run around everybody the way he did in college because the guys in the NFL are better. That's what, you know, this ain't the college. This ain't college. It's the NFL. You know, you got those those 
critiques. It was critics. It's just not the NFL. It's the NFL. And then he came in here and he made everybody look silly last year. Everybody. Every everybody. There's a reason why last year the way people were on other teams were flocking to Lamar Jackson. Every game he was he had a stack of he had like 15, 25 jerseys after every game that he would just sign and give to the opposing players because everybody wanted to have something from the MVP that year. Lamar is a hoop. He's a baller, man. He is a baller. I was about to call him a hooper, but he's a baller. He's a gamer. He's a winner. And that's the kind of guy I would want on my team. Now, I don't want him on my team now because I have my guy, but I sure can respect him and I can sure acknowledge that he has been doing things. He's been playing great. So I'm going to tell you, it's not bad for a running back and a tight end to be two out of the three quarterbacks in that draft class to make it to the divisional round of the playoffs. And I know, I know I give Baker Mayfield a hard time. I know everybody saw my post when, you know, I said I got my Baker Mayfield jersey and it was actually a trash bag. You know, I, I joke. I, I make jokes and all that stuff. Listen, I'm, I'm extremely happy and proud of the, the city of Cleveland. Cleveland is Buffalo. <laughs> It, it, Cleveland and Buffalo are, are really, you know, we really can't hate each other. We can't. You know, they haven't won a playoff game, and I believe it was 26 years or 27 years. We hadn't won one in 25 years. Prior to Tyrod, that team, going to the playoffs, we hadn't been to the playoffs in 17 years. Their longest drought was like 17. So it, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So as much as I joke about Baker, I don't like his attitude sometimes and I don't like, you know, his style of leadership. Sometimes I feel like he's, you know, he's pretty tough. He's, he's just he's a tough character. And, and I think he sees himself in a higher, you know, and he sees himself greater currently than he's proven to be. Now, if he shuts me up down the line and he just even this year, he, they're in the playoffs. If he decides, hey, I'm gonna go out there and ball out the way I did. And those guys get to the next round or, or get to the Super Bowl. I can't say anything about Baker, but he's doing all these doggone commercials and he was doing all this stuff. And it was like, Baker, man, I get it. You came out, you had a pretty good rookie season, but you haven't done anything else. And for me, I always hate the comparison because when you look at the, the Cleveland Browns roster, he, he had the luxury of having an amazing roster. And there were comparisons between him and Josh Allen and him and Lamar and him, because that's what they do. It's five quarterbacks in the same draft. So obviously you want to talk about all five quarterbacks in the same draft. And because Josh and Lamar's passing numbers didn't look like Baker's, their rookie seasons, everybody thought that Baker was like hands down just the best quarterback in the draft, and that was it, what it was. But when you look at the rosters, I told you who Josh Allen was throwing to that year. He wasn't throwing to I – re, I remember a play where Kelvin Benjamin was literally on the goal line. It was like a – a play across the middle he dropped the, he dropped the touchdown like this is who he was playing with man you had Josh throwing to me out there I probably would run a my 40 time is probably like a 7-2 <laughs> I'm not that's who Josh was throwing to with Kelvin Benjamin Baker Mayfield had Odell Beckham Jr not his rookie but he had Jarvis Landry Njoku, his backfield, and, and let's not even talk about how 
He has Nick Chubb right now, Kareem Hunt. He has like he, he has so many weapon, weapons. He has Hooper there now. To me, there's no excuse for Baker to not be phenomenal. Just like this year, there's no excuse for Josh to not be phenomenal. When you have Steph Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley, you better sling that thing around the way you're doing it. You like there's no there there are no cornerbacks in the league right now who can cover Stefan Diggs one on one. I have my cousin joining me on the show today because he's a huge Baltimore Ravens fan, and we have a a moment in the interview where we talk, and he he challenges me, and he's like, "We got the best." duel of cornerbacks in the league name a better cornerback or you know name a better team that has a better pair of cornerbacks that's fine that's fine and I again I'm not on here to disrespect the Ravens today um I'm, I'm not however there there is nobody in the league who can cover Diggs one-on-one now if they're gonna put both those cornerbacks on Diggs okay then we're gonna let Cole Beasley eat John Brown gonna eat Gabriel Davis is gonna eat Let's not forget Kenny Stills will probably be activated. So, so yeah, you got two cornerbacks. Your safeties aren't your cornerbacks. So, I'm not I'm not necessarily afraid of of the defense of the Ravens this week. The thing that's concerning me for the Ravens this week is their run game. All season I've been saying like, hey, we we have a run game or our defense for our run game is weak. We have holes in it. And, and yeah, the Buffalo Bills has this bend but don't break mentality. What they want you to do, they'll give you whatever they want to give you in between the 20s. You, you can drive. Take it. Take it all day. But they stop you from scoring touchdowns. And this year, Josh scores touchdowns. This offense scores touchdowns. It, it just is what it is. Lamar can do that. Lamar can run. And even if he doesn't necessarily have a hole, he can make three, four guys miss in one play and still just, this guy's electric. So for the, the 6,700 fans that'll be there this weekend, you're going to see, if you haven't seen him in person before, you're going to be able to see that what you see on TV is still, it, it still just doesn't look accurate because he's faster in real life than he looks on TV. And I know that sounds crazy because he looks like he's just playing games with everybody when he's out there, but he's actually faster than that. So my concern is, you know, we've had difficulty stopping the run this season, but I do think if the Buffalo Bills can come out hot, we've been struggling the last couple of weeks to come out hot early. Remember early in the season and and really all of last season as well, the Buffalo Bills normally our issue was third down or, or third quarters. We would come out flat. We wouldn't make adjustments or we wouldn't do the right thing. And then all of a sudden we let the other team back in it and the game is over. We lose the game because we just, we aren't consistent or we don't make the right calls in the second half. Now the third quarter is fixed. We come out in the third quarter and that's normally now when we put the game away, the third quarter is the quarter where the Buffalo Bills really have scored a lot during the second half of the season. And they build a lead as to where, the other team has to get away from things that they're good at, being the run. So what I'm looking forward to and what I'm hoping is that the Bills can start off early on that way. And let's get up 10, 14 points. Make them abandon or at least slow down on the run. 
that's our hope. We have to get up early. If the game is close, like it was with the Colts this past weekend, I'm more nervous about about Lamar Jackson doing things that looked MVP-ish last season. Like the things that made him win the MVP award, I'm nervous about him doing that Saturday. You have to tackle. And the Buffalo Bills, these last couple of games, man, there were a couple of plays this last game against the Colts when Jonathan Taylor was just running and we're trying these, these shoulder bump tackles or these arm tackles. Tackle them. You have to grab them. Wrap them up. <laughs> these guys have been playing football their entire lives. I know they know how to tackle. Why, why, why are we being lazy, man? What's going on? Oh, well. Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen. Buffalo Bills. Baltimore Ravens. Orchard Park. This Saturday. 8.15 p.m. Let's do this. Not bad for a running back and a tight end. I got my cousin joining me next. I really hope you guys enjoy our conversation. It's more of a, my cousin and I, we go, it's a little bit more of a banter. We actually really debate. <laughs> like we, we, we argue as cousins. Like we have fun with it though. That's just who we are. I love him. He loves me. He's a very passionate fan. I'm also trying to get him on post game later on this week. You know, if depending on how the night goes, depending on how the game is played, I might try to get him on after for a reaction. Either way, win or lose for either team. It'll be fun to, you know, to, he, he he bet me too. He wants to bet. For some reason, people still don't seem to think that Josh is is Josh. Like they think that he gonna come out there and throw some uh, interception, have a few fumbles or whatever. He thinks that the Bills probably won't score more than twenty twenty four points. You you'll hear his prediction later on. He's crazy. I, I'll, I'll tell you that he's crazy. But like I said, this this is the son of my uncle who I had on last week, and I told him I hope we play the Ravens so I could get CJ on. So let's do this. My man CJ is joining me. It's Jay Spence the King. Thank you all for tuning in. I hope you enjoy it. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram. Let me know how you uh, how you like everything. And if you can, you guys do me a favor. Leave me some some reviews on on you know Spotify, iTunes, or whatever platform you're listening to this on. Do me a favor and and leave us a review. If it's a one star, if I'm not doing good, give me that one star, and I'll, I'll try to figure out how to be better. But give me some five stars too, because I know I'm out here killing this thing. Go Bills. Love y'all. This is a Jay Spence exclusive. All right, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know who it is, and y'all know how I do. It's your boy Jay Spence the King, and I got I got another special guest. Last week I had my uncle, um, who was an Indianapolis Colts fan. Now I have my cousin who happens to be, I don't know, this week I can't say he's my favorite cousin, but he normally, under most circumstances, he's my favorite cousin. Uh, so he's a Baltimore Ravens fan. And last week when I had my uncle on, I said, I hope the Bills get the matchup against the Ravens so I can have my cousin CJ on. What up, CJ? How's it going with you, big dog? Hey, cuz. How's it going? Man, I'm, I'm over here enjoying it, man. Just got back from visiting Buffalo again for the Bills game, so... You know, I'm back in some warm weather, so I'm happy. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> it was real cold out there. Man, it was it was tough. How is it out there in Indianapolis right now? Uh, it's cold. Uh, we had a little snow today. I mean, it didn't stick. Nothing like y'all. Y'all don't consider that snow. But down here, they consider that snow. Yeah. I think it snowed. Actually, I got lucky because when I left Buffalo... It started to snow after I left. The whole time I was there, it didn't snow, so I was good with it. But, yeah, we're going to get right into it, man. So, um, 
you know, we always talk, we talk our mess to each other and we talk football, basketball, just pretty much whatever sports that we into at the time. Um, but I remember back in 2018, you and I, you know, always like every year, pretty much during the draft, we always kind of text each other, find out who you think you're going to draft and whatnot. And I remember that year I wanted the Buffalo Bills to draft Lamar Jackson. And prior to Lamar being drafted at 32 by the Ravens, the Buffalo Bills at seven took Josh Allen. And I was upset. I was disappointed. And you were like, you was like, no, nah, man, you actually, y'all got, y'all, you know, y'all got the dude now. Like he might not be that like the first season, but that dude, he gonna be nice. And I was like, man, I don't know. I wanted Lamar. How do you feel about it now? Like now hindsight, knowing that you were right, you know, I don't, I don't tell you you're right often because you're normally not. But in this time, you was right. How do you, how you feel about looking at a hindsight, man? What's your thoughts on Josh Allen and the offense, and and uh, and how your team approach him? I mean, I think, um, I mean, like I told you, I think Josh Allen's good for y'all. And because he's outside, he came from where he came from in college. So it kind of fit, like I told you before, it fit going from there to college to going to Buffalo outside. A lot of people can't play outside. And that's why the coach struggled against y'all last week, my opinion. And I told my dad that, too, because they in a dump. So they're not used to being outside. They don't even practice outside. They practice indoors. So, I mean, it's a total different story. But as far as to him, uh, I, I thought he was going to be this. He's a little – he came this sooner than I thought he would. But, um, yeah, I definitely thought uh, – like I told you, I, I thought he was the quarterback for y'all, like I said, with the weather and what y'all wanted to do. But last season, uh, he just didn't have a receiver. Now he got digs. So, you know, that just makes him better. But before, I mean, y'all didn't – I don't even know who y'all number one receiver was last year. I'm not trying to be funny, but y'all didn't really have a number one. And now y'all Diggs, and that's why Diggs got the most yards, uh, you know what I'm saying, in the, seat, in the league this year. Yeah. And well, he can't have that unless John his quarterback throw him in the ball. So, I mean – yeah, well, last season it was John Brown who was our number one, and then we had Beasley. So John Brown, I, I feel like John Brown is a legitimate number two. You know what I mean? Like he's good in, in the number two role. Um, but Beasley this year it looks like Beasley's a number two. You know, he he had a heck of a season. He had close to a thousand yards this year. He you know literally had his career year even from his time in in Dallas. So you're right, the the, the offense improved once we got some better weapons. Um, but then now, same thing, 2018, I kept telling you, I want Lamar, man. I want Lamar. That's who I wanted the Bills to take. Almost slipped out of the first round, and you guys picked him up at 32. So how do you feel about his progression? Oh, I mean, he he right there where we needed him to be. I, I had no complaints. Um, excuse me. Like I told you, he wasn't going to um, – he wasn't – y'all wasn't going to take him that early. You know what I'm saying? Y'all needed a quarterback. At that point, he was unproven to a lot of people. He still was unproven. And he's still unproven right now to a lot of people. He won his first playoff game. So, I knew he wasn't going that early to y'all. I was kind of shocked that we took him. But at the same time, I mean, I'm excited that we did because I've been told you uh, Joe Flacco is he been trashed for I don't know how long. So, I was glad they replaced him. And, uh, you know, I just credit the organization that wanted to go in that route because a lot of organizations wanted to pick Lamar up in that spot because we gave away a draft pick to come back up in the first round to get him at the last first round um, pick. So a lot of teams ain't going to do that. So, I mean, then with him coming, just set precedent to 
now everybody want to do a quarterback. So yeah, and I'm really I mean, for y'all. Well, for y'all, when I when I watch, so obviously I watch them anyway. You know, you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Ravens. I'm, I won't call myself a Ravens fan, but you know, I support the team. I hope they do well, and obviously, since Lamar is there, I really hope he does well. So I watch them. The only thing, and I know you said you don't have any complaints. I guess my question to you is, when I look at your team and I look at the offense, when Lamar is when when he's running, it's fantastic all the time. He has flashes where he passes consistently, like he'll eat people up for certain games here and there. But then, like, just consistently, if you really look at his passing game, his passing isn't the strength of his – obviously, he's, he's Lamar Jackson right now. What Do, do you think right. going into this weekend um, – and we could talk we could talk crap later, I mean, like in a serious conversation. Do you think going into this weekend, if our offense picks up – not the way we played last weekend against the Colts, but the way we've been playing for the season. If our offense plays the way we're used to, can Lamar and, and the team keep up with points as far as being a running team? I mean, when you say that, y'all struggle against a Colts team who we killed, and their defense stopped y'all from doing pretty much certain things. And our defense is a lot better than the Indianapolis Colts defense. So, I mean, when you say that to me, I just look at it like we have corners. The Colts have no corners. I mean, if we want to be honest, and I go back and forth with my family, I'll talk about this. They have no corners. Their their front four is really good, and I will I will even say front seven because Leonard is good. But I don't think their other linebackers is really good. Like I say, their front five is good. Our defense <laughs> is a different defense than their defense, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that uh, y'all not gonna put a point. I I'd be a fool to say y'all gonna you know y'all only gonna score seven or fourteen. I'm I'm not saying that at all, but. Our defense is a different animal. I mean, who would have thought, and I'm the biggest Baltimore Ravens fan, who would have thought Derrick Henry only had 40 rushing yards? I mean, we're talking about Derrick Henry. So, and then that's not even the staple of our defense. It's our secondary. So, I just, I like where we're at, and I'm not saying um, we're going to demolish y'all or anything like that. Y'all offense are definitely going to put up points. I think it's going to be a really... High scoring game, honestly. Um, but I, I just I just think we're gonna make the stops at the times we need to make the stops. That's all is I think it's gonna be the difference in the game. Yeah, I um so I was a guest on someone else's pod actually earlier this morning prior to Buffalo. One of the things that they asked me about it um was pretty much my expectation in the same way and, and the, the way I see Lamar Jackson um in this matchup against the Bills. In, in my opinion, our, our weakness on defense is the run game. Um, so, like you saw with, against the Colts, Jonathan Taylor ripped us for right. a couple big runs. Hines ripped mm. us for a couple big runs. And the thing is, you know, I think Jonathan Taylor is very good. I think he's a very good running back. But he doesn't run the ball like Lamar Jackson runs the ball. And then you also have a staple of running backs as well who are also just as dangerous. Dobbins, I, I love Dobbins, man. I wanted to draft Dobbins. Um, we got Zach Moss, but I would have I would have really liked to have Dobbins on our team. Now Zach Moss is injured, so you know we're losing a big part of our running game. But we don't even really establish too much of a run game anyway. It just seems like Dash just goes out there and, and loves to just throw it. But but yeah, that that was my concern as far as the, the going into the weekend is the, the matchup with the running game for you guys and our run defense. 
Well, I'm glad that you say um, that you like Dobbins because it's funny. Because, like, I, once again, I hate to bring him up again. I'm like, this, but me and my dad had this argument last week when he said Taylor was going to run all over y'all. And I told him if Taylor ran all over them, then Dobbins was going to do even more because I thought Dobbins has always been the better back coming out of college. If you look at his stats, coming from Ohio State, and all the people that were with him, like you said, I mean, I was actually, I was more shocked. He fell, up, uh, fell into our lap more than um, Lamar did, to be honest, just because I, mean, I thought he was the best back coming in out of the league at that point in time. So everybody looked at us like, like well, we didn't need a back, but you can add his elusiveness with Gus Edwards, and now everybody's like, well, why is Mark Ingram a healthy scratch? It's because J.K. Dobbins. And if J.K. Yeah. Dobbins would have played the whole season, which I would have liked him to, because I drafted him in my fantasy league, but um, <laughs> that's another story. But, I mean, he should have, you know, he would have been, if he would have played all 16 games like Taylor did, he would be the offensive rookie of the year. So everybody's going to look at Lamar Jackson, I feel like, um, when we play y'all, because we played y'all before, and he kind of gave y'all a problem, but we didn't have a back to give y'all a problem then. So now the elusiveness with both of them, I just I just think that it's a lot on a defense. I mean, because you just, you just don't know what's going to go on. I'm a Ravens fan. I don't know what's going on. Go on. I'll be sitting here looking like, oh my god. So yeah, I mean, well, well, like I said, um, the, the run game is the thing that that um, concerns me. And, and and like when I asked you earlier, like, well, you think they'll be able to keep a point? It wasn't in regard to because I know Lamar. I've seen the Ravens score points. You know, what I mean, like I've seen it happen where they've put up thirty-five. So I, I definitely get that. Um, it, it's just what I, I guess in the playoffs, I just look at it and I look at how the Bills have played against who have been run dominant. And they try to like basically I think they're going to do one of those things that like the Patriots did against us the first time around when we played, where the Patriots basically was like, OK, we're going to try to make Josh. And this was before everybody kind of realized that Josh was consistently going to throw the ball like the way he is. But they're like, no, we're going to make Josh have to beat us through the air. We're going to take away your run game for sure. And, and what I think will happen is that the Bills are going to try their hand at basically putting seven, eight guys just to stop the run, play man on the outside. You got you got Hollywood out there and you got a couple of guys that catch the ball. But that was why I asked the question at first about the consistent consistency with Lamar throwing the ball. How do you think what do you think the Bills defensively would have to do to stop your offense? I don't want to just say run game, but to stop your offense. I mean, to be honest, uh, there's nothing really the Bills can do. Um, if you look at the game last week, I'm not trying to be funny because, I mean, the Bills like second team to me because I'm from there. But if you look at the game last week with the Titans, first time ever a defense that never had two spies on a quarterback. First time ever. You only had one spy. They had two spies. And you see what Lamar did with two spies. So, Tennessee was our kryptonite, and I mean, that's, I, I just, yes, I'm a Baltimore fan, but I just can't see it. I, I don't know what you do, like, to be honest. Like, I mean, yes, you want him to pass, but even if you put eight in the box, he showed what you're going to do. So, now you're going to put nine in the box? I mean, I just don't, 
and then you don't know when he's getting the ball or the back's getting the ball, or it could be a play action. Because like you said, he's not consistent, but he's consistent enough to to beat you. He don't have to throw yeah. like Josh Allen. He throws, what, 70, about 75% completion? Lamar don't have to. Josh Allen gets about 300 yards a game passing. Lamar doesn't have to. He can win a game with 169 yards passing because he's going to give you 100 yards running. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I just think it's a different animal. You can't practice for him because, once again, y'all seen him, you know, in person. It's not no film. His speed is nothing you see on tape. It's something that when you're out there in the game, it's like, oh, man, this dude really playing Madden with us. He's really like on a yeah. joystick. He really reminds yeah. me of, and everybody like to compare Michael Vick with the Matt, and he reminds me of, um, I can't think of the guy from uh, Kansas City that used to return all the kicks. The name not coming to my name right now, but, um, oh, uh, Hall, something. Uh, I don't want to say his name wrong, but last name Hall used to return all the kicks from Kansas City. Like, when you know, back then in Madden, you just had him. You could, it's nothing nobody could do. I want to say Devontae Hall, I think it was his name. I'm not sure. I, I know you're talking about. Um, it, no, but you're right, though. Um, his speed is, is, like, next level. It's just, like, it's just something that, because like you said, you watch it on TV, and he looks faster than everybody else. But then when you see him in person, like, oh, he's really, he's really faster than everybody else. Like, it's a whole different level to his speed. And um, now, I know they're trying to make a big deal about it in Buffalo, um, but I don't think the weather is really going to be too much of a factor because it's snowing. Like I said, it snowed today. It's supposed to snow for more days. And then I think it's supposed to snow Saturday morning. But I don't think it's going to be too much of a factor because it's not going to be um, snowing during the game. It's not going to be like two feet of snow or anything like that. The field will be clear. So with that being said, I think cold weather actually benefits running teams. The Buffalo Bills don't really run well besides Josh Allen. When Josh Allen scrambles or when he, you know, he has a couple design plays where, you know, if the middle is open, he'll just kind of take that and just go right up the middle in game 15, 20. He, he does it so, so much. Um, but as, as far as our running game, we just don't have it. So I do think that side of the – on that of it, I think the Rangers have the, the edge on that part. Um. Well – I mean, I agree with you for once. Um, the weather, yeah, I really don't want it to be cold and snow because uh, we Baltimore, we play outside in the cold and snow, so that doesn't bother us. We're not like a dome team, like the sorry cold. Mm-hmm. So um, that's just. Uh, I mean, it's just a different. That's just a different ant. That's just a different animal. Because if it's like you said, it benefits running team. So if it's cold and snowing. Josh Allen's not going to be able to throw the digs down to it more. We're going to be able to press coverage more on him. No, I wouldn't go that far. Josh Josh is going to eat your secondary up. You really think, I I get that you think y'all got good cornerbacks. Your your defense for the entire year isn't even like top five there. Like, y'all not going to win. Okay. It's over. Okay. Okay. So, like you made my father bet, I can make you this bet. Josh Allen's going to throw more than one pick. He's going to be sacked more than three times. Y'all will not score more than 20 points in the game. You said he gave you a steak dinner? You, you, you said, you, well, no, I don't say 20. No. Well, I'll take the, I'll take the 20 out because Josh Allen might do something. The first two things as far as Josh, Josh Allen is definitely going to throw a pick. 
He's going to have more than one turnover. Okay. And we're going to win the game by, and what's crazy is Vegas has y'all as the favorite, which I love, because I'm a gambling man. So I love it. Vegas has y'all as the favorite. Last I checked uh, was three and a half. That's basically, that's basically more than a touchdown. When it's three points like that or three and a half points, it's basically, it's, it's basically saying it's even and they're given the home field advantage. So that's basically, you know, they're saying it's even, basically. Well, I mean, you say that. Um, we was in Tennessee last week, and we were the favorite by three and a half on the road. So when you well, say no, that, what I'm saying is when it's, you know what I'm saying when it's home. So when the home team is favored by like only three points, what they're saying is like it's really even, and they're giving you the home foot advantage. Y'all was away and was favored, so they just really thought y'all was gonna win. You know, so that was different. Okay, well, and like today, by the time kickoff. I bet you it won't be at a minus three and a half where it opened. I bet you it'll get a real lot tighter. So all you Baltimore fans, which probably none of y'all are listening, but I do have some followers who are. You better go get your money out. I got some Baltimore, some Baltimore um, support. I got a, I got a few guys. Actually, I'm gonna do another show later this week with one of my guys that's out there in Baltimore. He um he has a, a great show as well. So no, we gonna we gonna um, definitely be talking to a bunch of Ravens fans this week, and so I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna hear a lot of this talk, but. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, we can make a bet. I won't make the bet as far as, like, an, one interception because, um, you know, it's the playoffs. I expect it to be tough. But I, I, the way you're talking, Josh isn't – I know what the narrative has been and what people think. He's not a turnover machine. So, like, for you to – I'll take the bet. You know, and even with the sacks, he holds the ball longer than some people. So, you know, yeah, I can see the sacks. But when you're talking about 20 points or you're talking about y'all just going to beat it, it's not going to be what you think. I'm just telling you. It's not. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could say what you want. Um, we played y'all already with Josh Allen before we had the secondary that we have now. And I don't know if you remember the score, but I won't say it out loud. I just let all your followers go look it up because it wasn't. Yeah, didn't blow it out. Oh. It was not a blowout. Oh, well, what's a blowout? It was it more than seven points? Was it more than was it more than seven points? What I'm talking about, we're gonna win by now. That's all I'm saying. And our secondary is better. And our team is better. And so is y'all quarterback. Y'all quarterback is better now. I'm not. Our secondary, secondary is not better than y'all secondary? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely okay, not. Your team well, is see, Let's you look at need to go look at. You need to go get the stats of the top two dual corners in the league. We get the most turnovers. Let's, let's look most at the Let's look at who we have. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you say anything, I'm so glad you said that because y'all played New England without a Tom Brady with a dumbass Cam Newton. Excuse me. That's two games. Then y'all played Miami. You all played Miami, who <laughs> we didn't know what they were doing. That's that's two games. I'm just saying, you look at our schedule and you look at your schedule. Ours is by far more impressive. I'm just, I'm just saying, you, you can okay, do them side so to side. You pull them up. You can. Pull them I up mean, the that's your. Hold you on. All right, all right, that's your opinion. Saying, you so let me ask you. Now, I just want to ask you one. I just want to ask you. I just want to ask you one question. And we can settle who's better right with this question. How many teams from your division went to the playoffs? Us. Two teams from your division. It's just us. So, just y'all, right? Okay. How many teams from my division went to the playoffs? 
don't matter. Y'all still gonna lose Saturday. That's how we gonna determine who's better. Your argument was that we beat Jets, we beat the Patriots, we beat Miami. That's our division. And now you're talking about my division. You play who's in front of you. And the teams who are in front of you on your schedule, the teams that you guys have beat throughout the season, a lot of them aren't even playoff teams. The teams that the Bills have in both the NFC and the AFC are in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. We played a tougher schedule. We have a better record. We have a better team. We'll make that determination Saturday. Okay. I can't go back on the schedule I'm for not, your team. I can't. I mean, that's fine. But you can say what you want. We had the biggest outbreak in COVID. Am I lying? Yes or no? But, but every, team, every team has had COVID. No, no, team, no team had it for six. You can look it up. I'm not okay. See, and this matter. is why I mean, you did no, no, see, it doesn't. You no, that's not an excuse. Okay. It is. If that's how you feel, because the Bills okay. players so to, take care of the so and not play get COVID. Like I can't, you can't, you can't what? get an excuse. See, man, they show miss me with that. No, you can't. You can't. Every Browns have practice. They have one game. Hold on. Exactly. So did we. And we need people too. So that that ain't good. But we had we had two games without our starting quarterback. We had two games without our starting quarterback. So okay. If hold on, let me ask you this: If Josh Allen didn't play two games for y'all, would y'all won? Who's your backup? Josh Allen was injured. He was, he was severely now. injured. And for look, you will say it. No, I just I'm 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 agreeing with you. I said he was severely injured <laughs> with a short I mean, games. Come on, now. I'm not I'm not you still you're you're arguing different points, man. You're arguing completely different points. No, I'm not. You're saying y'all about- the better you're saying y'all the better team this year. Y'all won the division. I said okay, y'all have won the division. You're talking about games we lost this year or games we came close to teams this year, but we had the biggest COVID outbreak. You can say whatever you want. This is 2021 now, but in 2021, the biggest, uh, 2020, the biggest news was COVID. So you cannot dismiss. We had the biggest outbreak. You came up with the losses because the team didn't follow the proper protocols. There's every team, there's 32 teams in NFL, and your team had the biggest. I I can't give you an excuse. Let me me, me ask you this. If our team had the biggest COVID outbreak, but we didn't get fined the most because we didn't do the worst. We didn't get penalized because we didn't do the worst. You want to sit here and, and, and get the excuse for the fact that you had the biggest outbreak. But then there's 31 other teams who have had COVID issues. The Bills had COVID issues, but they controlled it. They did the testing, the tracing like they were supposed to. Other Cleveland had it this week. They had a huge outbreak. Hold on. So we they didn't had do it. And then they got shut down like we did. There's no difference. I'm right. not saying no other teams. So what I'm saying is I'm there's no, no other teams didn't. If you look, if you look at the beginning of the season before we caught COVID, there was no L's. Soon as the first outbreak of COVID, we caught L's. After that, then what happened? We ain't lost the game since. Is all I'm saying. You can say whatever you want. The facts speak for themselves. They call facts. So you say what you want, but the facts speak for themselves. I didn't, I didn't you're right. No, you're right. That's the fact. That's took else. Right. right. Let me ask you this. Let's switch up for a quick yeah, second. Okay. We can get back. To, I'm gonna get you because I'm gonna get your score prediction and I, I want your Lamar stat line prediction too. But before we do that, let's switch over to the NFC real quick. What do you? Who are you looking at for the NFC with the teams that's still in there? How do you think that's gonna turn out on on the you know the NFC side of the uh, the tournament? Um, I'm rolling. 
Yeah. I it's mean, tough to go against uh, that Tom Brady the GOAT. Tom, I mean, Tom Brady the GOAT, but uh, I like Tom Brady's weapons. I'm not – I would be shocked if it was uh, – well, I really think it's going to be um, Tampa and uh, Green Bay. And then uh, it's going to be a shootout after that. But I feel like Aaron Rodgers is – Dude, like the Tom year Brady he's right now, about five years, ten years ago, like he he. I mean, no, I feel no, like uh, no. Obviously, everybody in Buffalo feels like you know we're, we're we're fans of the Bills. So like the the season that Josh Allen has happened, everybody is like, "Yo, Josh is MVP." Dude, Aaron Rodgers is the MVP, and it's not even close. Like the the way he played this year has been insane, absolutely insane. I mean, Josh Allen has played extremely well. No, yes, but he hasn't played. Expeded expectations. I definitely would give him the um. Uh, what is I can't most improved or whatever basketball. But you there, there you go. There you go. Because he didn't. I mean, he yeah. Because he didn't stepped it up to a whole another level than he did last year. But I definitely agree with you saying Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's. I mean, it's hand down Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he has. He has one receiver, Devontae Adams. And everybody else, we really can't. I mean, they're okay. They're not great. That's why he's doing what Brady was doing to me about seven, eight years ago when Brady was going to the Super Bowl with okay receivers. I, I mean, know Jesse just, loves this year. I know Jesse in his fields this year. Uh, Yeah. And he also told me to tell you if, you know, I'll make it to the Super Bowl. He wanted to be on the podcast. Oh, facts. I told That's him he had. To, I told him. Uh, I told him he had to cancel that notion because y'all ain't going. But I thought I'll put it out there. But either but, way, though, anyway, even if even if the Bills and, and Packers don't make it to the Super Bowl or whatever, you know, I still get him on and chop it because because he's a Packers fan and I'm a, I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan. So like, even just to talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers would be good. Well, yeah, he well he knew I was going on here. Uh, well, he knew Pop was on last week. He knew I was going on this week because we was playing. So he was like. If y'all, the only way y'all meet up clearly would be the Super Bowl, and you know yeah. me being a Ravens fan, I can't be like, well, yep, yeah, you know. But yeah, I mean, I know, if it happened, like I told him, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I, I'm no hater. Like I told him, if it was to happen, you know what I mean? I'll tell you like I did on live, so he know, because I'm sure he gonna listen because he got the link too. But uh, you know, just I mean, that's good if, if it happens. Happen. I don't want it to happen for sure, but. I mean, if it happened, that's good for y'all. Yeah, I mean, really, the fun part, and I know me and you, because we do this anyway, like basketball, football, like we just do that, like the way we debate and go back right. and forth. But but it's all in all, like I'm happy this year because it seems like, I mean, you have the normal guys. So you have your Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Drew Brees that was, you know, like you have the guys that makes the playoffs. But then this year, it just seems like the youth, like it's a whole different movement. Like the AFC, you look at the quarterbacks right now that's in there, it's three quarterbacks from the draft class that we just talked about earlier with Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and uh, Baker Mayfield. You know, you you just got all these young quarterbacks and new faces that's kind of like leading it. So I just I'm happy this year because I feel like the league is kind of going through a completely different, like a changing of the guard in a way. I feel like it, it's probably um, we'll probably have another couple years with Tom Brady and um, I think Breeze is done after this year. But I, I really do. I'm just happy because it, it's changing, man. It, it looks a whole lot different than it did five years ago. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, kind of like basketball. Like you said, we talk about basketball. Kind of like basketball, you get a new breed of players. 
you get a new breed of people doing things that used to be in like you know like basketball big men was everything and now it changed to the guards and now we don't see big men now quarterback position going to if you can't throw and run you're not really a good quarterback so like you said breeze and brady are fading out i mean i can never bet against brady, so i still feel like he got a couple years left uh they say Drew Brees dink and dunk, but his dink and dunk is still getting them to the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I don't see um, if I'm them to get rid of, you know what I mean, him. So I, as long as he wouldn't play, I would let him play. I mean, because everybody, I mean, you got critics. Everybody's going to say what they want to say, but the Saints are right back in there. I mean, I'm not, I was a Drew Brees back in the day. I'm not really one now. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'm not a hater and I see what he's doing. I mean, he digging dunking, but he digging dunking into what this he won this game, he's gonna be an NFC uh championship. So I mean, uh you you do what it takes to win. Like they say with Lamar, he's not a quarterback because he runs more than he throws, but we win games. So I mean it whatever it takes to win a game. You just gotta put well, the team in the best position to win. Well, I'm looking forward to this weekend, and like I said, I know me and you talk a lot of junk, and we and we joke, we go back and forth, and we bet, whatever. But but no, I'm looking forward to having your boys coming to Buffalo this weekend. It's gonna be a good game either way, however it go. Um, obviously, I want the Bills to win. You want the Ravens to win. Give me a, a score prediction and, and a stat line for Lamar. Uh, score prediction. I say, I say thirty six twenty three. Um, thirty. Stat line for Lamar. Uh, stat line for Lamar. He's going under two hundred yards passing. So I say probably about maybe one eighty-five passing. Um, he's gonna have say it again. You went, you, you went out right one there. passing touchdown, and he's gonna um he's gonna have about one hundred and eighty-five yards passing. I say um at least one passing touchdown, and he will have over hundred yards rushing. Okay, I'm going. Um, I'm going 31 to 20. The score I'm going. I'm going Buffalo 31 20. I'm going to say Josh is going to give you guys probably like 320 in the air, probably 40 on the ground, one touchdown on the ground, two in the air. That's where we go. Can I ask you this? Is uh, is he going to have any turnovers then? Because I didn't hear that in your stat line. No, he's not. He's not throwing those interceptions that you think he's going to throw. Yeah, I don't know, and and I know, no, like I'm in all seriousness, to, like to, wait, wait, before we get to the joke part, wait, wait, before we get there, because I'm in all seriousness. If you watch him for the season, you know he's not the turnover dude that, that y'all probably thinking he is. Though I know a lot of Ravens fans, because I've talked to some people, and a lot of people do think, oh, he's gonna throw two interceptions. He's he always makes these. He hasn't this season, man. He had he's been playing better. His his um, processing, his decision making is better as well. So I just don't think it's gonna be what you think, man. I never said he was going to throw two picks. Um, I don't know what Raven fans you talk to. And I do know this, though. Y'all haven't played a defense that has the secondary we has all year. No team you have played has the secondary we have. So you can say all you want about he don't do this, he don't do that. His such a, it was, I mean, who's the best secondary y'all have played? I don't. Well, I mean, I mean we, got, I we got two. We got two corners. Going into well, going going into week seventeen. No, you just asked me. I'm answering it. Going into week seventeen, right. statistically, Miami was the best passing defense in the league, and we ate them up. Okay, 
So I'm just saying, statistically, they were the best. They, they were, they, statistically, they were the best. I'm talking about who has the best two corners in the league. Let me ask you that. Who has the best two corners on one team in the league? Can I ask you that question? Is it Miami or is it the Ravens? Miami got two better corners than us. That, you know what? That's a good conversation. That's a good because I mean Miami does. They have great cornerbacks, man. They, but but honestly, I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't not take the Ravens either. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all do have good cornerbacks. That's what I'm saying. I'm not disrespecting the roster. Y'all do have a good cornerback or both cornerbacks. Y'all have to no, say. I'm, Miami. I don't uh, know. Miami's tough, man. They had a good. They had a good offseason uh, last year, and they brought in uh, Jones, and they got Howard. I'm not, a, they got a squad. I'm not. I'm not saying you are disrespecting us, and I don't even take it as disrespect. To me, that's funny, because I know football like you know football. But I know why you're saying this because you're a Bills fan and y'all in that division. So come Saturday, you'll see the difference between our corners and Miami's corners. So I'm saying you'll see the difference between our. In Miami, okay. Uh, You'll see the difference between what's the What's that song go? Uh, uh, how that song go? Uh, I, I don't even know who it is. Numbers lie. You know, you know how it go. Somebody numbers lie. People lie. No, it's men lie, women I mean, lie, numbers. It, it could be whoever lies. Get it right. Get it right. No, you got to get them whole lyrics right, man. You can't. Hey, you know how to do when it comes to Jake. Well, I wasn't even going today. I was talking about yo Gotti, but it's so many oh, different. Yeah, you know, God, listen to him. Well, yeah, you know. Well, like you'll listen to him after Saturday. No, I won't. <laughs> well, so the well, late, the bus. Well, this was this was a good time. I know y'all y'all gonna laugh, and it's gonna be a lot of comments. I'm enjoyed the the interaction on this show. So this is my cousin CJ from. He lives in Indianapolis, but he is a huge Baltimore Ravens fan. Yo, CJ, I appreciate you taking the time to come on this with me, man. We gonna have to um like after the game too. Like I don't know if you if you have time, but even if I do like a a, a straight up actual live show for like a reaction, either way, I'm gonna see if you're free and, and have you jump on for that too. I'm all with it. Uh, you know, win, lose, draw. I ain't also a loser. So, yeah. don't matter how yeah, it's so, going, yeah. I'll be here. We'll talk about it for Saturday or depending on, you know, because it's the late game. So, it's, it's the night game. So, we'll see how, how it goes and, and, you know, how sober I am and all that stuff. And we'll see if I go live, man. But, yo, um, you, are you on Twitter or Instagram or anything like that? Uh, no, no. I don't do the social media. No, it's always just going to tell people where they can find you. But if you're not on the social media, then... Uh, no, so, they can't find me. <laughs> you ain't being found. So, yo, y'all already know how I do. It's your boy, Jason King. You can find me on Twitter, at Jason King. Instagram, at Jason King. Uh, Buffalo Rumblings Network, Podcast Network. We doing big things. Check us out. So, y'all know how it is. Have a good week. Y'all love each other. Live in peace. Stay positive and test negative.
Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.